ऑल इंडिया रेडियो प्रेजेंट्स मॉर्निंग न्यूज गुड मॉर्निंग आई एम अनुजा कुमार द हेडलाइंस प्राइम मिनिस्टर नरेंद्र मोदी टू एड्रेस हाई लेवल सेगमेंट ऑफ कॉप फोर्टीन ऑफ यूएन कन्वेंशन टू कम्बैट डिजर्टिफिकेशन टूडे President Ramnath Kovind embarks on tour of 3 European countries to boost economic ties. No foreigners will be included in NRC in Assam assures Home Minister Amit Shah. Hong Kong protesters urge US president to liberate the territory from China. In sports, Rafael Nadal clinches fourth US Open tennis men's singles title. and australia retains ashes series after beating england in fourth test cricket by 185 runs prime minister narendra modi will address the high level segment of the 14th conference of parties cop 14 of the un convention to combat desertification unccd in greater noida uttar pradesh today The conference is being held at a time when India has assumed the COP presidency from China for 2 years. It will add to the global discourse on issues relating to the environment, especially land management. More from our correspondent. The conference is adding to the global discourse on issues relating to environment, especially land management. It is witnessing participation of as many as 196 countries with over 5000 delegates. Environment ministers from around 100 countries are participating in the conference. Around 30 decisions with actions will be taken at the conference that aim to strengthen land use policies worldwide and address emerging threats such as forced migration, sand and dust storms. and drops the deliberations would lead to a final set of commitments the new delhi declaration which would be signed by all member countries at the end of the session unpublished ar news delhi the national democratic alliance government under the leadership of prime minister narendra modi has taken many historic and path breaking initiatives in the first 100 days of its second term Several union ministers will present the report card on 100 days of the government and will hold media interactions in different cities across the country today to brief on the decisions and achievements of the government. The National Democratic Alliance government has undertaken several reform measures in the first 100 days of its second term towards realizing the goal of making India a 5 trillion dollar economy. To achieve this objective, 10 public sector banks were merged into four entities. Our correspondent has more details. Narendra Modi government has committed itself to make India a 5 trillion dollar economy by 2025. Under additional credit expansion through public sector banks, 70,000 crore rupees will be released to them. Upfront and additional lending and liquidity will be provided to the tune of 5 lakh crore rupees to spur investment and create new job opportunities. The Prime Minister has set up two cabinet committees to deal with the crucial issues. He also announced setting up a high power committee on structural reforms in the agriculture sector in order to give flip to automobile sector modi government has increased allowable depreciation to 30% on all vehicles acquired from now till march 2020 with suparna sekia sanjeev jasrotia aiya news delhi union home minister amit shah has assured that no foreigners will be included in the national register of citizens nrc in assam he also said that the name of any genuine citizen would not be excluded from the nrc Assam Forest Minister and Senior BJP Leader Parimal Shukla Vaidya said that Mr Shah conveyed it to a BJP delegation who met him in Guwahati yesterday. 
Our correspondent reports that a BJP delegation that includes state BJP President Ranjit Kumar Das and convener of North East Democratic Alliance Himanta Biswa Sarma met the Union Home Minister to discuss the NRC issue. The fourth conclave of the North East Democratic Alliance, NEDA, a constituent of the ruling NDA, will be held in Guwahati today. BJP President and Union Home Minister Amit Shah will take part in the conclave along with Chief Ministers of Northeastern States. Apart from them, senior leaders of NEDA, ministers and chairpersons of various corporations of Assam will also attend the conclave. Party sources said that issues pertaining to strengthening the NEDA will be discussed. Apart from that, several other issues, including the NRC, are likely to be discussed in the conclave. The union territories of Jammu and Kashmir and Ladakh will have a common high court. State Judicial Academy's director Rajiv Gupta informed this in Jammu yesterday. He said the Legislative Assembly will be formed in JNK as a union territory, but there will be no Legislative Assembly in the union territory of Ladakh as it will be directly controlled by the union government. Mr. Gupta said 108 central laws will be applicable for the two union territories, while 164 state laws will be repealed and 166 state laws will continue to be applicable. The centre had on August 5th nullified Article 370 of the Constitution, revoking the special status of the state. The Parliament approved the resolution in this regard and also passed the bill on the bifurcation of the state into two union territories. This is All India Radio giving you the news. For quick news updates, follow us on Twitter at EIR News Alerts. President Ramnath Kovind yesterday embarked on an official nine-day visit to Iceland, Switzerland and Slovenia to enhance India's political and economic ties with the three European countries. During the first leg of his visit, Mr. Kovind will arrive in Iceland and will hold talks with his Icelandic counterpart, Guoni Johansson, and Prime Minister Katrin Jakobsdottir. The second leg of the visit to Switzerland will begin on the 11th of September. The President will have wide-ranging discussions with his Swiss counterpart and the country's cabinet. The final leg of the visit to Slovenia will begin on the 15th of this month and mark the first-ever visit by an Indian President to the country. During the visit, Kovind will hold wide-ranging discussion with his Slovenian counterpart, Borut Pahor, and the National Assembly President. Union Minister for Petroleum and Natural Gas and Steel, Dharmendra Pradhan, arrived late last night in Dubai for a three-day visit to the UAE. During the visit, the minister is scheduled to participate in the 8th Asian Ministerial Energy Roundtable, Amir, at Abu Dhabi tomorrow. In an attempt to further strengthen the energy ties with the oil-producing countries, Mr. Pradhan, accompanied by an official and business delegation, is on a six-day visit to Saudi Arabia, UAE and Qatar to engage with his counterparts in oil and gas as well as steel sectors in the three countries. The AMIR conference is coinciding with the 24th World Energy Congress, which is being held from today in Abu Dhabi. A report. The Triennial World Energy Congress is the World Energy Council's global flagship event, offering a unique platform for global energy leaders to explore new energy futures, critical innovation areas, and new strategies. Under the theme Energy for Prosperity, the 24th World Energy Congress, through a four-day interactive program, designed and developed to address the most critical issues facing the global energy industry today. 150 countries with about 250 
50 speakers, including 72 ministers, are expected to participate in the four-day event in Abu Dhabi. Kanchan Prasad, AIR News, Abu Dhabi. In Hong Kong, thousands of demonstrators urged U.S. President Donald Trump to liberate the semi-autonomous Chinese territory during a peaceful march to the U.S. consulate yesterday. Protesters urged Washington to pass a bill known as the Hong Kong Democratic and Human Rights Act to support their cause. But violence broke out later in the business and retail district as police fired tear gas after protesters vandalized subway stations, set fires and blocked traffic. Hong Kong has been rocked by three months of unrest, sparked by a proposed law that would have allowed criminal suspects to be sent to mainland China for trial. The unrest has become the biggest challenge to Beijing's rule since Hong Kong's return from Britain. In Japan, people in Tokyo and surrounding areas are surveying the damage after the region was hit by Typhoon Faxai. Japan Meteorological Agency said Typhoon Faxai packing winds of up to 216 kilometers per hour made landfall in Chiba, just east of the capital before dawn today after barreling through Tokyo Bay. At least 10 people have been hospitalized and nearly a million households are without power. Heavy winds tore down part of a driving range, damaging several houses in Chiba Prefecture. The storm has caused major disruptions for morning commuters. The Central Japan Railway Company suspended some Tokaido Shinkansen bullet train services, but operations have now resumed. More than 100 domestic flights have been cancelled. Back home in Madhya Pradesh, all the major rivers are in spate due to torrential rains for the last two days and drainage of water from overflowing reservoirs. After our correspondent reports that the frequent opening of gates of almost all major dams is in progress. In view of the possibility of heavy rains, a holiday has been declared today in schools in a dozen districts including Bhopal. Road connectivity has also been lost in between many districts. Fifty districts of the state have received more than normal or normal rainfall in this rainy season. According to Med Department, 32 districts including Shiopur, Vidisha, Bhopal, Sihor, Raisin, Khandwa, Hoshangabad and Khargon will receive thunderstorms accompanied by heavy rains in next 24 hours. Sanjeev Sharma, AIA News, Bhopal. The Prime Minister's overreaching scheme for holistic nourishment, Portion Abhiyan, is a multi-ministerial convergence mission with the vision to address malnutrition with a targeted approach by 2022. The entire month of September will be celebrated as the Rashtriya Portion Maah. In this connection, various activities are being organized in Kerala and are remodeled under the banner Sambushta Keralam. Speaking to AIR, Portion Abhiyan Mission Director Biju Prabhakar talked about various activities in the state. Kerala, this is being implemented as a project called Sambushta Kerala in the vernacular language. Kerala has a substantial tribal population, especially in the districts of Vainad, Idiki and other places. Vainad is also considered as one of the aspirational districts of India. There are a substantial number of initiatives by the women and children, including this portion of the is being implemented. In Kerala, nearly around 20 departments and nearly around 40-45 schemes of all these departments are converging at an Anganwadi level. And I am sure that this is going to make real, real abuse in the ICDS system. The News Services Division of All India Radio in its weekly bilingual live phone-in program Public Speak today will bring you a discussion on Nutrition Mission, Government's overarching scheme for nourishment. This can be heard on FM Gold Channel and additional frequencies from 9.30 p.m. Listeners can ask questions to the experts sitting in our studio on toll-free telephone number one 800 
Spaniard Rafael Nadal clinched the fourth U.S. Open men's singles title, beating Russian Daniel Medvedev 7-5-6-3-5-7-4-6-6-4 this morning. This is his 19th Grand Slam trophy. His win did not come easily, even though Nadal took the first two sets and was ahead by a break at 3-2 in the third. In cricket, Australia retained the Ashes series as they won the fourth test by 185 runs on the last day at Old Trafford Stadium in Manchester, UK. Chasing a target of 383 runs, England were bundled out for 197. For Australia, Pat Cummins picked four wickets, while Josh Hazelwood and Nathan Lyon bagged two wickets each. And now for an overview of today's newspapers, it's over to Abhishek Kumar. Thank you, Anuja. Quoting the Prime Minister, the statesman writes, Development, trust and big changes have marked the 100 days of his government. The Pioneer reports Union Home Minister Amit Shah as saying, Article 371 to remain intact but northeast out of bounds for squatters. All the dailies have covered the passing away of the line among legal legals Jait Malani at the age of 95. The Times of India writes, Bhishma Pitama of Indian law is no more. UGC, AICTE, All India Council for Technical Education merger bill soon, reports Hindustan Times aiming to create a single regulator for higher education in the country. Tribal status likely for Ladakh is a headline in the Tribune. On Chandrayaan 2 lander being spotted on moon, the Hindu states, ISRO chief Shivan confirms hard landing of module. The business standard writes, busy highways to be placed under trust within the aegis of NHAI. And finally, the Economic Times reports of life expectancy improving marginally. Women expected to live for 70.4 years and men for 67.8 years, according to a latest data. With that, it's back to you, Anuja. Thank you, Abhishek. And now, before we end the bulletin, the headlines once again. Prime Minister Narendra Modi to address high-level segment of COP14 of UN Convention to Combat Desertification today. President Ramnath Kovind embarks on tour of three European countries to boost economic ties. No foreigners will be included in NRC in Assam, assures Home Minister Amit Shah. Hong Kong protesters urge US President to liberate the territory from China. In sports, Rafael Nadal clinches fourth US Open tennis men's singles title and Australia retains Ashes series after beating England in fourth test cricket by 185 runs. With that, we end the morning news. Have a nice day. 